Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi guys, this is Janny from Fancy Football Scout and you're listening to my team selection. If you'd like to watch live, the stream happens on YouTube every Wednesday. So if you're interested, just search Fancy Football Scout. Thanks for listening. Hello everyone, welcome to another video from Fantasy Football Scouts. My name is Az and it is time for Janny's team selection ahead of Game Week 6. He's a Harlan captainer, just as a spoiler. Feeling pretty smug, Jenny. How you doing? Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm well, mate. I'd be way more smug if Salah didn't go and get a five point assist off his shoulder in the last kick of the game or <laughs> last shoulder of the game. Um, yeah, I'd been way more stuck. I mean, as an owner, I should kind of. I don't know. Was his EO over 100 percent, Salah's? I'm not even sure. I think. Um, it's should hard. I have wanted points? It's hard. It's hard to know, isn't it? Because because normally we go by like a top 10k kind yeah. of average, but because we're both sub <laughs> sub one million, um, it's hard to know. I think it was overall over 100. percent So I think it did yeah. it did cost us. But I know in the top sort of 10,000, it was around 80 percent, something like that. And Har- yeah. Harlan's was about 180 or 160, yeah. something like that. So um, I think I it just probably didn't did want it. Us. Knowing yeah. knowing how many big names had Captain Salah, I was quite enjoying the Salah sort of five pointer which then became a 10 pointer because yeah. i say five point assist here guys because he went from the second assist got him two bonus points without that second assist he wasn't getting any bonus points so yeah yeah and it was another week as well if anyone went outside of those two if anyone you know i saw a few Kane captainers um i saw a few gunduan captainers as well there's someone in the chat i as nearly well. went there yeah yeah three slashes in the chat gundo cap killed me yeah you were talking about it as well and Again, another week with with huge swings, really, because Salah captain has got away with it a bit, but kind of anyone yeah. else really didn't. So um, a few people went Cancelo actually. Cancelo obviously did did well, but yeah. it was all about Harland, wasn't it? Again, another hat trick for for him. Amazing. Yeah, um, he is different level, isn't he? He's different gravy, and I I was always going to captain within the Man City fixture. I was quite public mm. about that on Twitter, and I was considering Gundogan because of X minutes. But I just felt like Forrest looked like they ran so hard against Spurs and they had a day's less rest. And the big game for Forrest is Bournemouth this weekend. And I just thought they're going to know they're going to lose the game. And I really fancied Haaland versus Steve Cook, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, that was the mismatch that I was like, if Haaland starts, that's why I'm captaining him. It was that that simple. It was Steve Cook versus Haaland. And I just loved the fixture because home advantage 
I saw more goals in that than I saw Liverpool Newcastle and, and we were right there. But yeah, I'm gutted for those that did go Gundogan or Foden. I don't think they were bad shouts. Um, or Bernardo Silva. I saw one person do that. Um, but Haaland just smashed it. And we only need this guy to play 60 minutes each game. We don't need him playing 90. still delivers in 60. Yeah. I think unfortunately it was, it was a mismatch everywhere, wasn't it? It was, you know, Bernardo Silva was absolutely excellent again. Alvarez looked really sharp. The amount of pressing and running that, and ground that he covered. Gundogan sort of pulling the strings and obviously dropping back into a kind of a bit of a deeper role um, as well. And then Cancelo getting forward more. It was, yeah, just they were just so, so good. And Forrest, you know, tried to attack them, didn't they? They tried to play, play them at their own game and, and cause them a few problems and didn't and <laughs> just got just got absolutely blown away so and that should be a note to, to ourselves knowing when Forrest do go and play the big boys even away from home I think they'll still have a go that's just how they play I don't think they know any different we're not going to see Forrest go in and park in the bus therefore they can really be a team we target mm. for captains against them when especially when they're away from home that I think Forrest will stay up I think they might just about have enough and they might out-football some of the weaker teams. I'd expect them to beat Bournemouth this weekend. But against the big boys, I think they'll be a little bit naive. I think they only know one way. Yeah, agreed. Uh, a few people ask you where my rank is. I, I made the decision this year not to put my rank on, on this stream because I'm, I'm doing my own team selection video, uh, which goes out on, on Thursdays normally. Obviously not this week because we've got the midweeks. Um, and it's about you. This is your stream. So why do people need to know where I'm ranked? Spoiler exactly. again, it's not great. All you need to know is <laughs> I'm beating ours. That's all that matters. Yeah. And should... as soon as he leapfrogs me, we might see his rank again. <laughs> that is, that's always been the plan, Jenny. It's always been the plan. Um, right, let's take a look at Game Week 4 in a bit more detail. Just before we do that, right, let's talk about our sponsor for uh, your stream, uh, which is uh, Fantasy Five. Um, of course, uh, Jenny and I play Fantasy Five each week. We do our selections sort of at the end of um, each uh, video. If you're not familiar with Fantasy Five, it is a completely free-to-play game where you pick five players across five different matches and if they outscore uh, their fantasy points target set by fantasy five uh, you win ten thousand pounds um really simple concept takes just a few minutes to do well worth doing there's links in the description um for uk um, and non-uk um players uh, we had a go last week like we always do um again another week where you where no one could win because there was no um sort of people in the brentford everton match uh, that could outscore their target. Uh, this is going back to um, going back to game before, by the way. Uh, we we went for the uh, Kiefer Moore, Jenny, in the in the Liverpool ball. Yeah, game. <laughs> I remember that, <laughs> which wasn't ideal. Uh, we also went for Madison, who didn't play, and Zinchenko, who didn't play as well. Uh, Perisic only got six, missed his point by point five, and then Bomo uh, didn't do anything. So we we managed no no one basically. Yeah, pretty that was a shocker. For it us. was. And there's quite a few. I mean, Gabriel got it for Arsenal. There's loads in the Liverpool game, obviously. Uh, Sterling and Barnes, both for Chelsea, Leicester, uh, and in Forest. If you'd gone for Henderson or Hoiberg, you would have uh, made it. So do check out Fantasy Five. It's a great game um, to play. I'll put some QR codes on the screen uh, right now, which are there. They're for UK and rest of the world, so non-UK players. Um, just screenshot that, um, and then you can uh, go to your photo album and then just look at the picture, and it'll take you straight through to the, the game. Um, obviously, use the links in the description below. Uh, there's loads of like um, prizes. There's a mini league as well, uh, weekly prizes, monthly prizes, everything. So check it out. Free to play, fun game. Um, right, let's take a look at 
game week four. Someone's saying in the chat, I'm five million. I'm not five million. Thank you very I saw much. that. Thank you very much. I went up two and a half million places. Uh, no, you've had so you. That's been put right. Just a dad posting stuff has actually given your exact rank at around two point five. As I should mention, my internet went an hour ago. If it goes. Bear with me, I'll hopefully be on within the next 10 minutes of that happening. Or I'll jump in the car and get on 4G. I can't even get 4G at home. I'm so reliant on Wi-Fi. But I'm sure we'll be fine for the next half an hour. Great. Well, it's not like I've had loads of comments about technical issues on on front of football screen. So I'm sure no one will complain if you do suddenly uh, drop out. Uh, I'd be fine. Um, right, let's talk about your game week. I mean, 87 points. You're all out. You've got no one left um, tonight. That 87 does include um, Pereira coming in for Sinchenko, which is a bit of a bit of a touch. Uh, isn't it? Um, I mean, lots of yeah. People... Although I knew, I kind of knew Zinchenko wasn't playing. Mm. Like I say, I kind of knew it was. It was heavily reported that he was highly doubtful. So I was. I I thought about selling Zinchenko and thought I quite like Andreas in 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 this fixture. Mm. Like I think, and I, I tweeted again, like before this after game week one. Andreas is a player that if he's got good opposition at home, you kind of want in your 11s. He's really good. <laughs> he's on all set pieces, and we know Mitrovic gets on the end of them. He's playing as a sort of number 10 second striker and Fulham look like they'll score goals. So rather than that being a jammy six points off the bench, I would say that was a fairly calculated one. You do get your jammy ones, but I had the option of selling Zinchenko and I thought, no, I'm not going to because I quite like Andreas yeah. starting. Um, so yeah, that 87 points will take me to about 1 million overall rank, I think. So that green arrow should improve by about half a million. That shows how tight it is. Those six points give me an extra half a million in rank, which is mental. It is, isn't um, it? Yeah. So that's, that's, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going in the right direction, I think. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, um, yeah, I mean, you didn't have the James issue to, to deal with. So you had a kind of a Zichenko issue to deal with anyway, but you chose not, not to sell him and, and keep him. Um, and I had the Leicester keepers, and, and yeah, you had the Leicester keeper as well. So you 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 got me in Melier, uh, who who conceded. I mean, Leeds were were pretty good in that game um, as well, which which was a shame. But I mean, I, I'm playing Ward tonight. He's my one my one player I've got left. Can't, don't don't think I'm expecting too many too many big things. Um, but you've got a, I mean, you've got a couple of issues now. I mean, you've got Perisic and Zinchenko. I mean, I think yeah. generally speaking, we're expecting Perisic not to not to start against Fulham. Um, but I mean, you've got Pereira and Williams, right? So, yeah. Will- Nottingham Forest are about to go on a great run of, of games. Uh, Fulham, two tough games coming up, but like you say, you, you trust in their attack. So, are you kind of not going to panic about that too much, or are you a little bit worried about those two? Yeah, so the guy I'm definitely keeping, I think, is Zinchenko because I like the fixtures moving forward. Everton, Brentford after United, um, and he's returned to training. So, a positive Zinchenko starts this weekend. At the moment he's on my bench. Um, but I'm thinking of keeping him. I, I want that third Arsenal asset. The guy I am potentially looking to sell, and this is dependent on what the local journos predict in the starting 11s and what Conte says, but I think three starts in six days is pushing it, especially with the Champions League round the corner. And then, by the way, Perisic plays Man City next weekend. So for me, the game you rest him for is Fulham at home, pressing on against his old club. So if I think Perisic is going to be rested, which I think I, I'm, I'm probably veering towards, then... I think I can sell him because his fixtures after Fulham go Man City. I'm not expecting anything there. Leicester at home's nice, short, but then it's Arsenal. I feel like I can go without Perisic for those three games. And then we're looking at wildcard-ish around then anyway. So I'd wildcard him back in. I'm not going to lose money on him. It's not made me any. Um, So I think I could sell Perisic this week. Now, in terms of a replacement for Perisic, 5.5 is a nice amount of money to be able to spend. The guy I would really want to reach is Reese James. So Mm. I've got a little bit of a dilemma there. 
Do I go down to a 4.5 option, which is a few I like, but no one I, I, I love? Or do I just roll the transfer, bring Gundogan down down a bit, and then I can go Perisic to James next week? That's an option for me. But I know Reese James is the guy I want. I could settle and go 4.4 for Fana just to yeah. have Chelsea cover. Um, so yeah, that's that's the only dilemma I think I've got is around the Perisic position. And as much as I love him, I've had him since game week one. I look at those fixtures moving forward when the Champions League starts and think I could probably afford to go without him for a few weeks. Trippier, not on not on the yeah. Sorry, I when I said the four point five options I don't love. There is the one standout option. I think he's five point one. I looked last night and that that is Trips. So if I don't decide to sell Gundogan and go James. I'll probably go Trippier over a 4.5 option. Yeah. You're right, as like Trips. It's got a good fixtures. I think it's Crystal Palace up next, but the set piece threat's so good with him. Um, yeah, I do like Trippier. They're just impressive, aren't they, Newcastle? I mean, they they had some injuries in, in the last game. They were playing sort of, you know, I think Bot- Botman missed out, didn't he? Because it was Shah and um, and Burn at centre back, which doesn't exactly scream sort of, you know, uh, <laughs> defensive returns. Um, no, Gamirez, he's been out as well. Isak yeah. came in for his first game and, and scored. They. They run lucky, right? Like if they keep that draw against so Liverpool, unlucky. everyone's everyone's saying it's an incredible result for them, and they've lost it in the last few seconds. But I think going forward, they're just such a good option. I mean, it's Palace, West Ham, Bournemouth, Fulham, Brentford in the next five. I mean, you, if you include United in that in eleven, probably not that difficult. <laughs> it's six, and then Everton in in twelve. So you've got seven games really where <sighs> you're looking at those players and thinking, okay, this is this is a good run, especially for for someone like Trippier. And you could argue Trippier is the yeah is the standout option, uh, not just in, at the back, but along the whole team because of Wilson's injuries. Isak scored last night in his debut, but went off injured. Um, and yeah, Trips is, seems to be the reliable option there. So yeah, I think I, I I do like Trippier a lot, and I do like Newcastle. I think they're probably one of the best teams, if not the best at the moment, that aren't playing European football. And we have to think about European mm-hmm. football now because all of those involved in Europe, even the likes of West Ham. In the Conference League, these guys are playing midweek every time. Yet Newcastle, that eleven's going to be pretty fixed when fit. They will all play. There won't yeah. be rotation. Yeah, it was Lascelles. Sorry, Lascelles, not not share. Share was out. So it's Lascelles. Yeah, and, it was weird. There was no share and no Botman either, was yeah, there? And they still right. played well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know, I know Liverpool ended up getting two, but like we've said, quite quite fortuitous, I think, um, if that's happened. Um, we got to talk about Haaland's uh, I mean, there, there are people still without him. Mark hasn't got him, for example. Lynn hasn't got him. Um, they went Must for hurt. they Must went hurt. for De Bruyne. You know, it's they were worried about rotation for Haaland, and it's the worst possible result. It's not just Haaland playing and scoring a hat trick. It's De Bruyne not just missing out, but coming on for a cameo and blocking the Salah captain oh. points. Um, I, I think Mark did go for Salah, but I know Lynn went for. Went for yeah, Mark so, went Salah. Yeah, so it, you know it's hard to take, and you know I wildcarded last week to to kind of I, I thought that was a mistake going for going for De Bruyne over Haaland in the end, um, yeah. but I can see why people would have would have kept the faith with him. I mean, what do you think about this this Haaland thing now? Because do you think it's a bit of a game breaker? I mean, after this Villa game, can you see yourself going against Haaland at any point this season? As captain? Yeah, I, I, I really can because of the fear of rotation. Like last night taught us lots. It taught us that Haaland's the most reliable captain in the game. It taught us how good he is. But it also showed us that KDB was benched. Now, I read into that, that if KDB is going to be benched for a Premier League fixture, then absolutely we know that that's going to happen to all the big names, mm. including the guy that's been said he can't play three times a week and he needs his minutes managed. So look, Haaland's going to miss a Premier League game very soon. 
it, it, there's a strong possibility it will be this weekend. The Champions League round the corner. Does he need to play Aston Villa away? Especially because they got Spurs the following week. You'd yeah. think he'd want him for that game. So at the moment, I've got the armband on Haaland. A lot's going to come down to training photos, experts' predictions. And we know there's a few for Man City that I genuinely, you know, take take on board what they say. And, and of course, Pep's comments. Now we can't always read too much into them. Uh, people took Pep's comments from last week and thought Haaland wasn't going to start last night uh, which I was quite surprised at I thought it was almost guaranteed he was going to start last night I think I had him at like 80% likely um, so yeah I won't captain Haaland every game even against easy opposition because there will be games where I will back myself to say he's not starting and I think those weeks will be quite obvious and that might even be Aston Villa this week um, so yeah there are still lots of other options out there guys if you don't own Haaland though you do need to, for me, you need to try and get him. Like you can say the time will come where KDB will outperform him or Haaland's now rotation risk, so I don't need to own him. I still feel that with limited minutes, even with limited game time, this is a guy you simply have to own. Back-to-back hat-tricks and he's not even played in those games. What's he played? Something like 160 minutes, 150 minutes. He's not even played 180 mm-hmm. minutes and he's got six goals. But you need him in your team. But... Go on. You're yeah. going to say you don't need him in your team. Well, no, I'm not going to say that because I, I completely agree. But what I am going to say is if you are a De Bruyne owner without Haaland, would you make the move yeah. this week? Given no. That, given that we think no, I Haaland isn't going to start, right? No, I wouldn't. I'd probably captain De Bruyne yeah. and give him that give him that last week for sure. As It's a good point. But it's tricky, isn't it? It's really tricky because, you know, Haaland's price is going up. Even more, he's, he's you know he's, he's becoming sort of a twelve million option. Um, you know, started eleven five, um, yeah. and you know there is always the chance that Haaland does just start against Villa and get sixty minutes. In which case, you know, it doesn't. I don't think it matters if, if sixty minutes of Haaland versus ninety minutes of De Bruyne. I think most of us would be leaning towards sixty minutes of Haaland, even even in that situation. So, I'm glad yeah. now that I've wildcarded and don't have to worry about that because. It's, and the other thing is, it's two transfers, right? It's not it's not as yeah. easy as just swapping out De Bruyne for Haaland because you've got to make two transfers. And for someone like Mark, for example, who's got three good strikers, he's got Jesus, yeah. he's got Selling Mitrovic, Mitrovic or Tony, and he's no got thanks. Tony, exactly, yeah. Who, yeah. who are good options. So it's it's a real dilemma. You've, you've obviously got to be making plans to get in Haaland. Um, I don't think it's the week to do it this week. I would I would keep De Bruyne, Agreed. but I completely agree. You've 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 got you've got to have him. It's just. He's, he's a game breaker and he's going to kill you every week if you don't get him. So, as with Haaland minutes, I've just looked and game week three he played 90 against Newcastle because he had to play 90 because they were losing the game, right? They were 3 yep. 1 down. They got it back to 3 3. Pep didn't want to give him 90 then and he did. His hand was forced. So he's already over his allowance, right? <laughs> game week four against Palace. Absolutely, Pep was going to bring him, would have bought him off after an hour if they were cruising. But no, they weren't cruising. They were 2 1 down to Palace at 61 minutes when Gundogan was sent off and on and it changed the game. So he played 83 minutes. So he's had a 90 and an 83 when he would have wanted to get 60 and mm. 60. Last night, he did come off at 68 because they were cruising. Knowing what happened in game week three and four, I'd be surprised. I'd yeah. be surprised if he's risked for Villa. If he had got 60, 60, 60, I'd be like, yeah, okay, he could start the Villa game. But he has been playing more minutes than Pep perhaps would have wanted already. 
Yeah, it is tricky. I mean, I, I, I would guess that he's benched and comes on for 30 minutes. That, that would be my guess. But I wouldn't be totally surprised if I did see him start. Because Pep might be thinking, let's just kill this game off against Villa quickly. They've been really poor. Mm. Let's go to... You can come off half-time. Yeah, let's go to a two... Or, let's get two or three goals in the first half, bring him off at half-time. You, you, just, you just don't know what, you know what he's going to go through his head. I think this weekend is really, really interesting because we haven't really seen much rotation this week. The biggest name to miss out was De Bruyne. But Perisic started, yeah. for example. Martinelli started. There was a few people worried about him. Haaland ended up starting. There hasn't been much rotation and I wonder at the weekend if we're going to see mass rotation like we're predicting or maybe we won't and maybe we'll just be settled teams again it's going to be a really interesting game week yeah with the Spurs squad too likes of Perisic and Son do they drop out you know Richarlison we thought would have started by now he's not this weekend could be the one for, yeah, for the Spurs squad so. too the Champions yeah. League so important to these teams Conte and Pep Pep's not, not won it at City Champions League will become a priority so, yeah, let's see. Guys, there are over 900 of you watching. That's awesome. This is the first time we've done my team reveal live all season. If you like <laughs> the idea of it being live, we read loads into the likes. So hit that like button if you like these streams being live. And then we'll react to that and keep doing them live. I'm enjoying reading the chat as we chat. Very good, Jenny. Very good. And also, look what I've got. A new animation because we've hit 80,000 subscribers on the channel. Woo! Come on. <laughs> so yeah, thanks everyone who's uh, subscribed to the channel. Um, I'm really, really happy to hit 80,000. I think that's a, a really good milestone um, for Scout. Um, onwards to 90,000. If you haven't subscribed to the channel, please make sure you do. Um, and you'll know about live streams like this, which, as Jenny said, is the first one um, so far. Uh, but yeah, thanks everyone for all your support and, and everything this season. It's um, It's been a really good start to the season, I think, content-wise over on Scout. So uh, I'm really happy. Um, despite the technical issues, as some people have pointed out. This podcast is sponsored by Paramount Plus, where Champions League soccer is back. Nine months of heart-stopping, hold-your-breath exhilaration starts on September the 6th with the biggest stars and top teams across Europe. Watch every match from the group stage through to the knockout rounds as Benzema and Real Madrid defend their title against the likes of Liverpool, Man City, Chelsea, PSG, Barcelona and more. Don't miss a single second with Paramount Plus starting from September the 6th. Uh, let's have a look at your team then um, for next week. So this yeah. is ahead of game week six. Oh, After what I've said about Haaland, I don't think he'll start. I've only gone <laughs> okay. and got the armband. On him. I am I am changing my opinion. I will change my opinion or base my opinion based on Friday's news. That's the expert lineups, training photos, Pep's comments. So don't read too much into captaincy. Okay. Well, your team at the moment is Melian goal. It's Trent Cancelo, Perisic and Williams. Uh, it's Martinelli, Salah, Gundogan, Harlan Captain, Gabriel Jesus, uh, and Ivan Tony. Um, Zinchenko on your bench with Andreas and Reed. Uh, well, we've been talking about Harlan. Let's talk about the the kind of the, the captaincy a little bit more. Then, so let's assume you're ninety five percent sure that Harlan isn't going to start. Um, I'm guessing you'd move over to Salah, right? Are you confident about that game? Everton are a funny team. They they look like a team that can frustrate opponents, but mm-hmm. they also look like a team that is just going to lose like five nil like one week because their underlying stats are terrible yeah they are grinding out these draws though um and liverpool aren't the bournemouth 9-0 made us think our liverpool are back but they were playing bournemouth at anfield Mm. again last night newcastle were really strong and liverpool including salah did look off it 
in my opinion. I don't know if I'm ready to captain Salah off the back of... I know he got 10 points last night and he does have this way of playing poorly or even when Liverpool play poorly, he has roots to points like no other player. He just assists off his shoulder in the last minute to get you five points. I mean, <laughs> only Salah, only Salah. Um, so Salah's an option. I still think Gundogan might be an option for me. He played really deep last night when Rodri went off, he became the Rodri and he still created a big chance for Mares, who should have scored on a one-on-one. He won't play that role. Um, knowing he'll be probably more attacking, there's a good chance he comes out for the Champions League and he plays the Villa game. I'm fairly confident of a Gundogan start. Therefore, I could look at Gundogan for this fixture because Villa are dreadful. Villa are poor at mm. the moment. I also think Tony against Leeds is a nice differential option and Cancelo was brilliant last night. So I've got options if I don't go Haaland and I'm absolutely not sold on Salah as as, as the favourite. He's one of the options. He's one of four. It's Salah, Gundogan, Cancelo or Tony. I don't think this would be a bad week to go a little bit rogue with a Gundogan mm. or a Tony. Yeah, and it's it's one of the reasons why, again, with the wild card, I've, I've, I've got in a couple of players from, you know, not the top six sides. Yeah, like someone like Gross, you know, people have had Rodrigo, obviously, but now he's injured. But Sinistera looks quite good as well. You know, someone like yeah. Tony, these your Mitrovic as well. I have got him in place. Like, these are your players who you know one hundred percent are going to start in that in that side. And there's lots of doubt. I mean, I look at all of the players. I look at you know, even even you know, Trent, Cancelo, Martinelli. Uh, Salagundu, and they're not all a hundred percent, you know, gonna gonna definitely yeah. reach. I mean, prob- I mean Trent. I'd be very surprised if Trent. It was good didn't. to see Trent come off when yeah, it at sixty nine exactly. or whatever it was last night. And Cancelo again came off at sixty two or sixty three. The new left back that came on for Cancelo looked really good. Mm. Just, I mean, we could see we could see Walker's That's if it. he starts yeah, playing yeah. well. We could see some of Walker's minutes drop. Cancelo yeah. right back. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not just about players like Trent and, and Salah missing out. It's it's how the team's affected by rotation. You know, if, if teams are bringing in players who haven't played much, um, if they are playing, you know, less good players because they haven't been in the starting lineup, those teams are weakened, and then the team doesn't function as well as it as it normally does. So. That's why. Yeah. That's why you know going going for someone like Tony. Although it seems crazy to consider Tony um, as, as a captain compared to Haaland or, or Salah, this might be one of very very few weeks in which banking against the big sides could could pay off. But I think you'd be brave to go for Tony over one of the other guys. Um, if I'm being honest, yeah, I put Tony in that category as a potentially a good option. But I know my loyalties towards Man City being able to score big. I just love the ceiling Man City players give us in any given game week against weak opposition, especially at the moment because they're banging. I, I look and go, what's the team that's going to score potentially five goals or more? Mm. Well, Man City are the only team in the league that can do that. So let's captain a Gundogan or a Cancelo because they might just go and get a brace. Yep. Yep. Uh, shout out to Ronaldo Caesar in the chat. This is his first stream um, on Scout. Welcome, Ronaldo. Do like the stream. Do subscribe. Uh, to the channel he says that his English isn't very good and he's going to try and learn some English from us he'll be saying journo oh. and clino in no time right Jenny oh my god Ronaldo this is your first scout stream <laughs> you, you you poor thing there's, there's there's much richer content out there on the scout <laughs> network than listening to me ramble on with my my abbreviations like yeah clino for clean sheet which people money really mace. dislike money mace yeah <laughs> uh, give him the armband instead of saying captaincy yeah Welcome. We're, we're going to get journos and clinos out in out in Brazil. That's the always been the target. Oh, journos, yeah, of course. That's yeah. my other one. Isn't it? <laughs> uh, a super chat from Carlos E. Uh, what do you think about Isak as a differential captain instead of Tony? Yeah, I mean, look, Isak's looked brilliant when he came on. He could have had, had the brace. He did go off with a with a knock. 
that's probably precautionary and he'll probably be it fine. It's, a, it's a, bru- a bruise to his thigh. So he, he will almost certainly be fine for the weekend. Yeah, he's he's really good. And he suits that Newcastle system. Um, I think we could see him and Wilson even playing some games together. You know, I think that might be the eventual plan because he's not an out and out nine. He can play off too. Mm. Um, so yeah, one to monitor. I do quite like Palace though. I don't like Cassin against Crystal Palace. Yeah. That's it. I mean, I know Haaland got the hat trick against them, but you know they were in a, they were two 0 up in that game. Like for long periods, yeah. they looked like they were going to you know, win win against City at the Etihad, which is kind of you know unthinkable, really. Um, I really rate Palace. I think they're a great side. I, I would be reluctant to captain any player against Palace, actually. Let alone yeah, same. a new to the league, you know, still bedding in new signing. So I like Isak. I probably do prefer him to Tony. I think, given that Newcastle's fixtures are now pretty nice. I don't think I'd I'd risk the captaincy on him um, as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anything else to talk about here? Let's... I bought in Melier last week, which Melier. a lot gave me stick for. Yeah. I had 4.5 to spend on goalkeeper and it is slim pickings. Um, I wasn't willing to go without... I wasn't willing to keep with Ward. Um, if he goes and gets a clean sheet tonight, a clean-o, sorry, or That's saves funny, a yeah. penalty or something, <laughs> I'm going to be so angry. I have had a single point every week, as has everyone. So it was nice to get two points from a goalkeeper, as. I got my record goalkeeper score this week. Oh, Jenny, the hall's, um, coming, the hall's coming tonight. You've lost the faith in Ward. It's it's coming. <laughs> um, so, look, Melier, I thought was a better option than Raya, um, a better option than Guaita, who I considered who was on a clean sheet for a long time until they conceded late. And then who was who else was looking at? There was another 4.5 option. Raya? Looking at. Raya's 4.5? Yeah, Raya, it was Raya Guaita, and then there was one more. Oh, I can't remember. Anyway, I went Melier, and Everton didn't look like scoring other than the goal, which was from an error. I do quite like Leeds. Now, look, they'll probably concede to Brentford, because Brentford have got a fairly good attack. Um but I don't mind Meliate and I don't mind Leeds. And I'm looking at some of those Leeds midfielders. Sinistera looks like he's going to be a baller. I, want him. I still think, I want I, him. yeah, he looks really good, doesn't he? Yeah. He looks so, really fun. Looks really fun to own Sinistera. Fixtures are there for Leeds. Yeah. And I think Jesse Marsh has got a fairly good defence now. There's way more room for improvement. Melier still makes good saves. And I think they've got loads of attacking threat to win a lot of football matches. I think they'll be comfortable to a top 15 team this season. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, we'll just talk about some of the, the new signings because uh, it is deadline day. Um, I feel a bit weird about yeah. deadline day. I'm not as excited about deadline day this this year as, as I normally am. I think because I would sense that most dealings have been done, right? I don't think there's going to be anything major that, that happens now. Um, it's been a very active transfer window, especially like for Nottingham yeah. Forest. What, 16 players they've signed or something like that? Um, mm-hmm. Anthony signed. What would you make of that signing for, for United? Yeah, I think I think it's... It's okay. I don't think they needed a wide forward. I mean, Ten Hag will say different and say what we've got isn't quite good enough. Um, What they really need is a number nine. I'm just surprised they're going to go into the season with potentially Ronaldo could leave tonight. There are clubs still linked, Lisbon, Napoli. I think Ten Hag um, said he's there till at least January now. So I think that's okay, pretty, he said that pretty much certain that he won't be going. Yeah. But do, does he want to use him as? That's the thing. And I don't think he does. Um, but maybe that will change. Maybe his hand will be forced. He has to use him. But at the moment, you're going in with Martial as you're only really out and out yeah. nine. Rashford is not a nine. And Rashford playing wide is going to look less likely because I do think it will be Anthony Sancho first choice. And I get that. Um, and Anthony looks like a good player. Look, everyone knows he's not a hundred million player, but that's what happens when you leave your business to the last day. You pay a premium. So yeah, we'll see. I think he'll need time just like Sancho needed time. 
Um, and I certainly won't be buying him as an FPL asset no, uh, anytime say, soon, I don't think. Seven and a half million, he's, he's coming out. So same price as, as Sancho. Um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what, what he can deliver. I, I don't know a huge amount about him. He was... Um, he was good in the in the Champions League um, for Ajax, yep. particularly in, in the group stage. They got knocked out in, in the first round, so didn't get a chance to really, um, you know, show, showcase it in the knockouts. But in the group stages, he was good. Two goals, four assists, I think. And they had a pretty tough group as well, and they finished top of it. So he's clearly, yep. clearly a talented player. It's just when you've got that kind of raw talent, it's getting that kind of consistency, isn't it, across every game he plays in the Premier League. And United almost need consistent players they don't need like loads of flair you kind of feel because they've already got Sancho who isn't performing well Fernandez is kind of in and out you know Rashford hasn't hasn't been the player that we've seen and then up front like you say they've got issues so you almost want them to sign a, a proven kind of player just to sort of I don't know give them a bit of a, a, a bit of a balance but you never know I mean yeah you come in and, and maybe you give them a lift and, and really excite the fans and get them going but the jury's out for me. it's interesting it's interesting that they went they decided to chuck that much money at a player that's they've they've got similar style players mm. he's he's got more of a trick than what they've got but he's similar attributes to someone like a Sancho in that he can be fairly direct and has a trick but his end product's not always been amazing like I look at someone like Rafinha and think I'd have got Rafinha for half that money mm. and he's way better and he plays in the same position and he's recognized more for brazil rafinha than anthony similar ages um rafinha's the better player absolutely the better player but look the manager knows him and there's a lot to be said for that when you buy a player yeah. that you've previously worked with he's seen what we haven't seen on the training ground and he's clearly when yeah when managers have their favorites and they have to spend 100 million on a player they've already worked with you've got to trust that judgment yeah, I mean that's the you know everyone everyone goes crazy about the Glazers and and all the problems with their ownership, but you can't say Ten Hag hasn't been backed this this transfer window. I mean you know yeah. signing Casemiro, signing um, you know uh, Anthony and signing Martinez, so two players who you know for a lot of money from from his old from his old side. So yeah, you kind of feel like he hasn't really got any excuses. Um, obviously, it's a it's a very difficult crop of players to work with, but you would hope that those three players massively improve their fortunes. And yeah, we'll see what happens. I'm looking forward to seeing him play anyway. Yeah, I am. As someone in the chat said Rafinha's 26. I did not know that. I, I said similar ages. Oh, he's 25 and 22. So yeah, I nailed it. Similar ages, three years, that's nothing. <laughs> um, Rafinha is slightly <laughs> Nailed older. it, maybe um, a bit of a stretch, but yeah, I, I'll, <laughs> I'll give you it. Both, both young. Yeah, I mean, t- that's the thing, isn't it? 20, 22 years old. Um, is he going to be like a Pepe though and, and you know just not live up to that hype and be sent out on loan in a couple of years or is he going to be like Ronaldo when Ronaldo came in he was very raw uh, he was younger I think Ronaldo was like 17 was he 17, 18 when he came in but, yeah he was a teenager when he yeah, yeah. we'll see um, yeah, and he'll play on the right Anthony is out and out on the right so it does mean Sancho on the left which I think is fine but um, yeah it depends some think Sancho's best role is also on the right so yeah I be, I think he's equally as good on both we haven't seen him thrive in either on for United really yep Cool. Um, I think that's about it then um, for that. Let's head over to Fantasy Five. if I press the right buttons. Uh, we can talk about some of the matches um, as well, kind of as we go. Um, so, yeah, links in the description um, for Fantasy Five. You can play along with us if you don't agree with kind of whatever nonsense we're spouting about some of these players. Uh, first game, Brentford v Leeds. Really tough one, I think, to call this. Um, you know, Brentford salvaging a draw with Palace and then almost yeah. getting the win as well. Leeds playing well, but only managing a draw with, with Everton. I think this is going to be probably quite a tight game. 
Um, I mean, Brentford players, Tony and Bomo, 6'5", 7'5". Looking yeah, Bomo is more than Tony. Yeah, Jen- Jensen, 5'5". Five, five. That's not too bad. Visser at 6'5", um, potentially. Uh, and then you've got like Harrison, uh, Aronson, um, both at 7'5". Sinistera, 6'5". I quite like that. Well, He's fun. we'd like to go for players that we've built up in the stream that already. And we have both mentioned we like Sinistera. So. Yeah, six <laughs> Sinistera. So Sinistera just needs a goal, right? Because then that's the, the five yeah. for the goal. Same as FPL and then two for the appearance points. So just a goal for Sinistera. I, was in, I wasn't impressed with, with Brentford in the week. I thought they looked flat and they were lucky to get the, that late draw. Yeah. So again, like, I, I like backing a Leeds you, player. You say that they actually could have won it in, in the last in the yeah. last sort of few seconds of the game. It would have been devastating. I mean, if they'd scored two goals in the last three minutes, it would definitely have been against the one I play. Um, yeah. Chelsea-West Ham next. Oh, Chelsea. We haven't talked about Chelsea at all. What is going on? Chelsea. Well, they're going to sign a forward, which is absolutely needed. And Aubameyang coming to Chelsea, I think a few mentioned it in the chat. My thoughts on that, I think it's a really good buy. I Again, this is a manager that's worked with a player. Yeah. And he's Tuchel knows him. And yeah, sure, he's not a long-term hold because he because of his age. And he's 33, although I'm sure someone will correct me on that. Um, but for, at 33, Aubameyang still looks sharp. He actually scored against Man City the other day when they played a friendly last Wednesday. Took it really well on the half volley. I think Aubameyang could fit the system really well. And him and Sterling together is could be quite tasty with Mount or Havertz involved in that trio as well. I don't mind that. And I think Chelsea need it. In terms of Chelsea, the only players I'd be looking at are, from an FPL perspective, Reese. we look like a different team when he plays. He's so key and he'll play wing back now because of Fafana. But also Sterling, he does look good and he is getting a lot of big chances, Sterling. Yeah, I mean, it's, it is interesting with, with, I mean, Abaming hits the ground running as well. He did at Arsenal. He did at Barcelona yeah. as well. Um, I mean, the, the interesting thing is what price he comes in in FPL because they've kind of made a rod for their own back, haven't they, with, with Jesus pricing of 8 million? Because, I mean, that is such a ridiculously cheap price for him. I don't think they can bring Abamyang in as a 10, 11 million player, can they? I would say he comes Was in he a forward the year he left FPL or a midfielder? I think he was pushed back to a mid, wasn't he? Because if he comes in at a mid... He won't come in as a mid. Playing no, as a number no nine way. for Chelsea, that'd no be hilarious. Way. No way does he come in as a mid. He comes in as a forward. I would I would guess 9-5. I'd guess nine, I think, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be around that, isn't it? Jesus at eight. I still can't get over that. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we're going from, from Chelsea. You've mentioned Sterling, he's 8-5. You've mentioned James, he's 8-5 as well. Uh, the West Ham players are all a lot cheaper. Suchek at 5-5. Uh, Rice at 4-5 Skamaka and Antonio both at 6-5 I don't mind Socek again at 5-5 given that Chelsea have been struggling defensively at set, yeah they have and we've looked really vulnerable from set pieces mm. so yeah I don't mind that I don't want to I don't like backing against Chelsea but the one return thing helps it does. well Sterling 8-5 that means he needs a goal and an assist Mount's the same price of course he gets the assist when I sold him but he could have had a few. He, he, Mount and Sterling link really well together. And he put Sterling in a couple of times, Mount. He had a few chances created. Um, good for England, those two playing together mm. at club level. Let's go for Suchek. He's in. Uh, we've got to go for a Spurs player, I think, versus Fulham. Uh, Mitrovic is 6-5, but needs multiple turns. But then you've got Kane at 10-5. Richarlison at 6-5. I'm pretty sure he's going to start uh, this one. Yeah, he. I'm, I, I don't mind a Richarlison punt. I quite like that. Uh, in defence, the defence is good. I mean, if we did want to go for Session, he's 7-5, so he needs an attacking return. That's probably quite a lot. Mm. I think Richardson's probably the, the obvious pick here. 
unless you've got... Yeah, I wouldn't want to go Spurs defence because as good as they are, Mitrovic could score against anyone. He's so good. So I'd back for them to score, I think. Yep. Um, City Villa, I think there's going to be some bargains here. So Haaland's 10-5. Alvarez is 6-5. I like that from what I saw yes. of, him, of him last he's night. He's going to start. Uh, in midfield, you've got De Bruyne at 10-5. We think he's probably going to start. Um, then you can take your pick out of you know the likes of Silva, 7-5, Foden, 8-5. Again, though, I think it's, it's, it's got to be Alvarez, right? Play the play the rotation game. I think so, yeah. He's looked brilliant. And I think Pep will go, I'm not going to start him in the Champions League yet. I'm going to ease him into Champions League football at Man City. But he's absolutely ready to play Villa. Yep. And the final game is United. Arsenal. Uh, so you've got Martial at 6-5. Jesus at 9-5. Uh, Fernandez 7-5. That's cheap for him. Uh, Sancho, 7-5. Or Martinelli, 7-5. Tricky one, this, because I don't know who's going to play for Arsenal. Is this a point where they make some changes or do they save that for Europe? I think we I go think for one of the attackers. save it for Europe. Saka, 7-5. Yeah. Saka was getting some big chances last night. Again, got the assist. Everyone sold him an FPL, but maybe maybe Saka does start showing some value. Probably on pens as well, do we think? Or do you yeah, think that goes to Jesus? possibility. I think we go for one of Jesus. Or, I think we probably go for Saka at 7-5. Yeah, I'm up for that. Yeah. Nice. So there are our picks. Sinistera, Suchek, Richarlison, Alvarez and Saka. Do check out Fantasy Five if you're interested in that kind of thing. It's a fun game to play, um, kind of as you go. Uh, Janny, absolute pleasure um, as always. We'll be back next week ahead of Game Week 7. The Game Weeks are coming thick and fast. So don't forget to sort your transfers out and your captains and all that. Um, and we will be back next week. Sounds good. Thank you, mate. Look forward to hopefully being live again, guys. If you're just joining and like these streams live, then hit the like button and then we'll continue doing them live. If not, we've been doing them pre-recorded. Also great. Um, but maybe the live is better. So show your appreciation by hitting that like button. Cheers, team. Very nice. See you later, guys.